Will. Yes. Um, Steve. Yes. So you haven't done this yet, but Will and I, we just sent, Will and I, is that right? Will yeah. and I? Yeah. Will and I, yeah. we just sent, we spit in a little kit. We sent the kit away yes. to Fitness Jeans. Yes. Um, G-E-N-E-S. Correct. And it's going, they're, they're analyzing our DNA and they're going to tell us what we need to eat and do to be our best self and, and live our best life. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's correct. By just spitting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all you do. You don't even have to prick just, yourself and get a little draw of blood. Nope, Nothing. No, no pricks. Just spitting. Wow. Just spit in a tube. In front of each other, which is really yeah. uncomfortable. You turned around in the corner like yeah, you were gross. trying to hide it. I was spit. like, no, what you're doing. It's, it's yucky. I'm not, like, I'm not into like gross humor or stuff. But I'm excited yes. about learning what I'm supposed to do for me. Plus the New Year's coming up. Everybody's resolution is always like lose weight, take care of themselves. Get on track for some fitness thing. But I don't want to lose this weight. Does the I want to just you. tone and know sure. exactly. I don't want to do the wrong thing anymore. Right. Whatever so it I is. I could be working out the wrong way. That's true. Which I am. Which is, are you working out? Listen. If you're not working out, that's, <laughs> that's the, the absolute wrong way. Wrong way. Well, yeah. I do have four flights of stairs in my house. So okay. I am working out. Uh, Chasing you know, that's kids a lot. up and down stairs. Dogs, kids, mm-hmm. people. Right. Like, just, can I get this? I have to, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a stair climber constantly. Okay. All right. So. Um, <laughs> but, but this will do the work for you. Yeah. yeah so yeah. this is exciting. I'm excited to know. I'm more excited to know about the foods I'm supposed to eat mm-hmm. and what doesn't agree with my body. Right. And when. That's the fascinating thing. Probably red vines and popcorn. I don't know if that's going to be part of the diet. Thing. Yeah. I mean, that's like red vines and popcorn. It's a movie thing. It's like a yes. once a month thing. Yeah. It's not like constant. Sure. No. But what, I mean, like, when are we getting it back? I got the email saying they Soon. got my stuff. It takes up. It takes only four weeks. We sent that's this good. off two weeks ago. So should be here. Shortly. I'm scared. <laughs> Are you scared? Not really. Because yeah, you're because you were like Mr. Gym Fitness. I, I do enjoy it. Yeah. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but how uh, how much are they going to save if they use your promo code? Um, I would like to tell you. Yeah. They're going to save thirty percent. Holy off cow! Holy heck! Thirty percent off a DNA analysis and find out. More by visiting fitnessjeans.com. That's fitnessjeans.com. And use promo code BRANDY to get 30% off. Again, that's 30% off. That's a lot. That is a lot. Because then you're really only paying 70% because 30 and 70 is 100%. That's right. So 30% off. And you take 30 away from it, (laughs) you're left with 70. You're getting something that you should be paying 100% for for 70%. That's right. You're getting 30% off. That's right. (laughs) Promo code BRANDY. (laughs) Woo woo! That is exciting. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Welcome to Brandy Glenville Unfiltered, and well, we're doing a dual podcast. So, what's the name of your podcast? It would be the Reality Steve podcast. Well, I was like, "How do you want to be introduced?" Reality Steve. What's the name of your podcast? Reality. At least you're consistent. Easy. <laughs> so, Very easy. Yes. Now, how long have you been doing this podcast here? Um, I started. We're uh, right around a year. Wow. Two, so, two, welcome yeah. to the Podcast One family. Yes. I'm an OG. I've been here for four. 
years. You've been doing Unfiltered for four years? Four years. Four plus years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. And we finally, this year, got like a cool office. I kind of spruced it up. They figured, I'm not going anywhere. They're like, well, just throw a bone. So, wow. Yeah, right? It's nice. Not, I did not know you were four years in on this. That's oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very loyal <laughs> <laughs> to a fault. No, yeah. um, no, but it's fun and I like it and it's just something nice to do and it's not... You know, it's not too hard, and I, I enjoy interviewing other people, but today we're going to be interviewing our, each other. Yes. Um, so I was looking you up on, um, obviously, the internet. How else would I do it? Yeah. And the one thing that stuck out to me, not that there wasn't more than one, but you, you've you been sued a few times. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Are you on your third? It's coming up, probably. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, wow. Fun. Isn't it great? Isn't it great to be sued? Um, and you know, I've, I've been there. I'm, I get, I understand. It's not fun. No, not over, at all. Over shit that is really stupid. Is really dumb. It's it's reality television. Yeah, it, it's dumb. So tell me about that. How I mean, how are you affording that? Number yeah, one. Yeah, it's uh, it's not fun. Um, it happened. Well, the first one came in 2011, and they basically I had contacted three girls that had. The show was still filming, but so I knew we're these talking girls about the Bachelor, Bachelor right Sorry, now. Sorry, yeah. that's this would have been Ben Flanick's season. Don't remember if you saw him. He was the guy. Oh, with, I do know who that is. Okay. Yeah, San Francisco winery, with the, like the Bob. Yes, yes. So <clears throat> they're filming. Three girls are home from filming, and I contacted them. I emailed them, and I was just looking for. I had already, I had already had the ending of the show. And I had the beginning spoilers. I was missing some stuff in the middle episodes. Because on your blog, you like to put spoilers for The Bachelor. I mean, because that's, I mean, we all want to know anyway. Yeah, it is. And it's a pretty extensive, it is um, episode by episode spoiler. Before the first episode airs of The Bachelor, you go to my site and you will see an episode by episode breakdown of who gets what date, who gets the rose, who gets eliminated at the rose ceremony. So it's very thorough. For Ben's season, I had the first three episodes nailed I had the ending. I already knew who, you, who he had picked and who he was engaged to. I was missing some stuff in the middle, so I was like, God, what do I do? And this was kind of the advent of Instagram and Twitter, I think. And I just contacted them, and I shouldn't have, and I offered them money. And but is they that didn't illegal? Help I don't think that. I think that they're breaking a contract, <clears throat> not you. You don't have a contract with the show. That's where we get into semantics. I guess technically, could they sue me for it? Sure. Anybody can Why? sue anybody for anything. It I was mean, what their their charge was torturous interference. I was interfering in a contract between two parties. Right, but you but didn't, didn't help. But they didn't help me. They didn't give me anything. I, right. It's like I attempted to. Right, but it, you didn't get but anything. But it didn't from do it. me any good, and I was and I proved that. So I think their thing was they were upset that I spoiled, and they were just looking to bleed. They were just looking yeah, to bleed money out. Exactly. Of me. And they want to punish you. Yeah, and they don't like what I do. Obviously, I'm not a. I'm public enemy number one with this show because I've been doing it for eight years now. Spoiling, and <laughs> I kind of like that. yeah. And I <laughs> makes just makes me very happy. <clears throat> yeah, I was um, I was shocked, obviously, and then because it's reality television. We're talking about yeah. we're not we're not saving the world. We're not we're not doing anything great. Yeah, I mean it's conflict TV. It's it's the same shit over and over again. So who cares? I was that was always been my case, and I've said it numerous times in my column and on my podcast. Was like, look. I'm not giving away nuclear codes here. This right. isn't CIA. It's I'm giving spoilers to a silly reality show where the ultimate end game of a reality show is probably going to be a failed engagement anyway. Right, and th- so that, like they all are. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I to a certain extent, I get why they don't like me because they would rather their show just not be spoiled, nothing get out. But right. you film your show in advance, stuff's going to get out. It's Absolutely. Just like, 
unless you film your show live, it's literally impossible to keep spoilers down. They just don't like what I do. So um, we're sitting here now. I am. They sent me a cease and desist letter two weeks ago and basically said, do not contact anybody from this show and don't spoil anything else coming up. And I did the next day. And that was three weeks ago. I haven't gotten anything, but I'm ex- I'm expecting they're just putting their stuff together and going <sighs> to... There's going to be paperwork showing up at my door or they're going to file something pretty soon. It's, you know, it's exhausting because I feel like with reality television, it's really hard. I mean, like I said, we're not saving the world, but we want to go on these shows and be completely uncensored, be ourselves, be outspoken and feel safe. Like nothing's going to happen. We're not, you know, we're not going to get sued. But the reality of the situation is everyone's like what is it litigious and everyone's suing everyone and unless you have like tons and tons of money it's almost not worth it to do it yeah it's almost to the point where i mean i'm not going to say i'm going to stop no because it's i mean it's something that you've been doing for a long time and it's it's made you your brand this is my job like people ask me like what do you do like this is my job like Granted, before I started spoiling, because this show's been on since 2002. My first spoiler didn't come to me until 2009. So for 2002 to 2009, for fun, all I did was re- do, write recaps. And I'm sure, you know, there's recappers out there for the Housewives <laughs> shows that just being a snarky, sarcastic asshole, just making fun of the show. That. It's it's silly. It's about dating. We've all dated before, so it's very easy to make fun of. And Absolutely. plus in this in this environment of this show, it's like so over the top and so ridiculous. Nobody gets taken on helicopter rides on their first date with somebody. <laughs> you know, and you know. By the way, to... that's not continuing after you guys yeah, get engaged because exactly. he's got a roommate back home. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Well, that's the funny oh. thing about this show is that, and trust me, just like any show, everyone's got their like crazy followers. This Bachelor Nation. Oh, I know. Is maniacal about believing what they're seeing on TV is real, and I've spoken to couples. Who have gotten engaged at the end. Some are still together and some aren't. And basically they said, look, the people that are cast on this show, the people that – this group of women for The Bachelor, this group of women that you're choosing from is chosen by a casting department. You have no say in like who – so it's like these 20 – for this season, 29 women show up the first night, all chosen by a casting department to fill certain roles for a show. So basically, you know, when your whole focus for two months of filming is – these women and these women's sole focus is one guy, of course they're going to think they're falling in love and, oh, my gosh. Well, it becomes a competition and you everyone wants to win when you're in a competition. And with girls that want to be on TV, it's even a thirstier competition. Without a doubt. And, you know, ultimately people watching want to believe in the fairy tale. They don't (laughs) want to believe in, like, after the show's over and, you know, it's it's like – these girls and mostly women, they they tune in and they're like, oh, my God, he's so dreamy and this and this and this. They don't want to hear all the backstory of, like, who was the one guy? Because I used to watch it. Yeah. Jake. Remember Jake? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Such an asshole. <laughs> he turned out. I'm like, oh, my God, I think he might be a, a woman beater because he's so angry. He yelled, but, at, he yelled yeah. at her on the, and their little breakup on oh TV. Oh, my God. Like, who does that? Yeah. But on the show, he's so dreamy. And, like, you fall into this. This beautiful, romantic idea. It, it's a fairy tale. It's not real. No. And that's why I think people are so passionate about the hate because they want to believe that shit really happens. Yeah. Like, it's it's a real deal. I think it's, it's, it's that and the fact that there are – let's face it. I think a lot of the women that watch this show are either in very boring, bland marriages or <laughs> – I raised my hand because I used to watch it when I was married. <laughs> or just people – 
single women whose life isn't nearly as exciting as this, and they're living vicariously through Absolutely. these. And it's just, unfortunately, they they want to believe in this love story, and they want to see at the end this magical engagement overlooking a cliff or something like that. And, <laughs> and they usually get it, but they and have it's like to the, understand. The women tell all, and then <laughs> they come out, and they're like breaking up, and they hate each other, and it's like... Okay, but it's it's working. I mean, look how it's been on forever. Thirty five seasons now. These these people on the show are making bank. They come off the show, they get all these different kind of like what like deals to like oh I'm going to do this and this. They get offers and they're making a lot of money. Oh yeah, the Instagram thing and and it's and that's what's changed the show. Like when the show started back in 2002, probably up until 2011 when Instagram and social media really took off, there wasn't anything post show for these women to do. They would just go back to their jobs. Right, exactly. Now these women. The women that are applying to go on the show, you know they're going in with look. Oh, they I'm have a probably agenda. not gonna get engaged. But I know I've seen women in the past on yep. this show have built their brand, have been selling flat tummy tea on Instagram yep. afterwards. And that's what they end up doing. They and, they, and, they go in with an agenda now. Oh, yeah. It's not and so do the men. I mean it's no more yeah. better for them, but um it is. It is almost like it's hard for me to watch that's why I don't really watch it anymore. Just because I feel like I'm going to get the recaps on the cover of Us Weekly on, you know, Kiss FM in the morning. I don't really need to watch it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'll, like, just listen and be like, oh, yeah, that Nick guy. Now he's on a Lifetime movie with my friend Vic- Vivica just because he was The Bachelor. Yeah. I'm like, he's an act. I mean, he's attractive, but, like, why are you giving him? <laughs> yeah, he wants to. I mean, he was taking acting classes before he had became sure. The Bachelor. And then the other thing that people want to do now is because once you get on this show, it becomes like you're part of this sorority slash fraternity of only we know this experience and it's easier to connect with them plus they've got this summer show now bachelor in paradise where they've had they've had a couple marriages come out of it and essentially all it becomes is once i'm on the show as long as i can last a few episodes and become somewhat recognizable right now I can just start hooking up with people from the other seasons. Like, that's what it's become. It's basically no, no, become a giant orgy. I, I mean, people. that's 100% what it is. I yeah. mean, look at um, Bad Chad. I mean, he's <laughs> definitely made a name for himself. He had a short time on there, and then he crapped his pants on, on yeah. Patcher in Paradise. And look, I mean, he's doing okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. You were on Famously Single. Wait, yes. no, he I wasn't was on, on your – you no. were on season one. He was on season I did two. CBB with him in, in England. Oh, he was – oh, that's right. Okay. It was tough. I Not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> I was like, ooh, okay. Did like, you know anything about him before you did that? Um, just that he crapped his pants. <laughs> and he had, he had done the podcast, actually. He had did a, a call in. I met him once at a club, and he was, like, smoking, blowing a cigarette, so smoke in my face, and it's just a turn off. Oh, my God. Um, like, and he didn't, he's lovely. I honestly feel for him in a way because to be thrown into this and then not have that much upstairs going on, yeah. it's tough. <laughs> It's really hard. And this guy was like a realtor in Oklahoma when he got this, and now he's living the L.A. life. He's done yeah. two. He did Famous Single Season 2. He did Celebrity. Big he brother, came yeah. back and did Paradise first. Like, this is his like, Yeah, this, this is, is his, his J-O-B. Yeah. I mean, and that's frightening because, I mean, as I say that, I mean, I'm kind of jumping around to every reality show that will have me, but <laughs> – I have two kids to raise, and I have you know I have to put them through private school and pay for a lot of things. That they, kids are expensive. Do you have kids? No. Yeah, no. you should probably wait on it. <laughs> I cannot tell you. Like they are so expensive. Yeah, I can imagine, especially in L.A. Oh. I mean, <laughs> They're like, can we get that? There's like a, a brand called Supreme. Do you know this brand? Supreme. It's for kids, really. Or not for kids, but it's like a high school, like cool. Oh. It's like probably guess was for me. Okay. But 
The hats are like 300 bucks. A yeah, hat? A hat. For and I'm like, oh and gosh. it's really lame. It just, Supreme, I'm like, I can make that. I'm going to just go get some. Like, I could do it. But that's what they want for Christmas. And I'm like, you're not getting it, number one. Yeah. Like, let's, then really, like, what is that? But it is, like I said, very expensive to have kids here. And you kind of have to do whatever they throw in front of you. How old, how old are Mason and Jake now? They are 14 and 10. Okay. They're then giant. I, they're oh giant men. And they're, they eat constantly all day. Last night we had steak. And they're like, is there more? I'm like, that was like $64 worth of steak. <laughs> and there's not any more. So I'm like, have some more mashed potatoes. I'm like throwing uh, carbs at them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's, what, 14 is, he's, what, what we're great. He's a freshman. He actually has a final today. And I'm just praying. <laughs> uh-huh. So he's a freshman and the other one's in fifth grade. Fifth. Yeah. Okay. He's, but he's like, you know, in fifth grade going on 35. He's got the answers. He could rule the world. So yeah, they both I, could. I, they're I, very, very, um, like, outspoken. Let's just – they're my children. Yeah. There's no question. <laughs> You're outspoken, Brandy? No way. I, I never mean, would have guessed that. Well, I, I will tell you, I I used to be more outspoken. Now I kind of have to censor myself after a lovely lawsuit. You apparently can't ha- – there's no such thing as freedom of speech, and there's no such thing as, you know, being protected by a contract for a show. It, it's really difficult because I I – all the my life savings, all of the money that I saved doing all of these shows over the years went to a reality show lawsuit. Was this wait? When was when was your lawsuit? We just oh, settled. Oh, oh, you just settled. Is it, this is nothing that you can? No, I can't talk really about. talk about. I'm just letting you know that yeah. it's hard to go and be outspoken and unfiltered and do all these things and just say what comes to your mind when people can say, "Okay, I'm going to sue you for saying that for having an opinion." Yeah. Or it's just like now I'm now I'm scared. Well, I mean, it's funny because in going back to my two lawsuits, we settled on both of mine and I, you know, I didn't, we settled amicably and now they're kind of after me again. And then, like I said, I'm expecting one soon, but both times we settled, it was just, yeah, they're not cheap. Um, no. um, I didn't, I didn't end up owing them anything. It was just, we ended up settling and part of the settlement was just like, hey, we got settled amicably. But you have to fight, ways, you have to get have a lawyer. Right. Yeah. And that's like, that's my, you know, I, I, it doesn't matter. But yeah, that's not, <laughs> four years of it? Are you kidding? Four years? Like it's, it's, I Your mean. Your lawsuit went on for four years? Oh God. It, yeah. Mine and went so, on for six months and then seven months and then three months. So no. I can't even imagine four it's years. It's just, I mean, it's, it's exhausting and I want to be outspoken and unfiltered, but I'm scared now. That's the truth. Yeah, I, I can imagine. So this had nothing to do. This wasn't – this was show-related. This wasn't – Oh, yeah. No, okay. it was all about, like, the show and, you know, somebody lying under oath. Oh, okay. It was really fun. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I, I got something here. Okay. I have never watched the Housewives show in terms of Beverly Hills. I've watched – the only one I've watched is Dallas because it's local to me. However, I'm very familiar with you. Um, I've read both your books. Oh, nice. Thank I you. Ha- I actually <laughs> have it in my bag over oh, there, yay. the first one. Um, and then I remember you from, I think the first time I saw, like I knew your name. Obviously, I'm very well aware of what went down with yeah. the X. But <laughs> I didn't watch the show, so I was just like reading the stuff in the tabloids about you. And um the first time I actually, I think, saw you was Celebrity Apprentice. And oh, you okay. have said, I remember in an interview, you have said that you had the least fun doing Celebrity Apprentice. Why? You know, honestly, it was the hardest show to do because you're in this little bubble with people that are on your team, supposedly, but they're also 
your competition. Yeah. So you're not sure if they're really on your team doing their best or they're trying to sabotage you. And then there's the stress of getting money from your friends. I didn't That's realize right. it was such an and on it and like on such a time crunch and saying, I can't tell you what, you know, it's gonna go for. It's gonna go for charity, but I can't tell you, but can you please give me fifteen thousand dollars? Like That's... reaching out to everyone in your phone book. I mean, I did raise a lot of money and I thank you to all my friends, but so uncomfortable. I can imagine. And then if you didn't raise money, like some of the people that couldn't raise the money, they get called out. Why couldn't you raise money? Don't you have any friends with money? Like <laughs> it's like it's horrible. It's really it's it's such it's a mind fuck. It really is. And to have that like on you and constantly asking people and being uncomfortable and getting sabotaged and people you don't know if they're your friend or your enemy. It's just too much. Yeah. I I remember I mean, I've watched every season of Celebrity Apprentice. I didn't watch the the Arnold one, the reboot. No, uh, I, I, I don't I think care. anyone did. But, yeah, nobody did. That's why it only got one season. Um, <laughs> but I remember I always watched that, and I thought, okay, it was interesting to see celebrities put into a situation that they were in that we normally wouldn't see them in. Yeah. However, I always thought that was so weird when there was a ch- – where you had to call friends for money. Like – it's every time. It's, Even the, and, it's every and, single task that we got. There was a was, money component. And then, this is the interesting part, they keep the money in a fund until the entire show airs. And then when it airs, they put the money to the, the charity. So while it's in that fund, who's collecting interest <laughs> on $1 million that we all raise? You know what I mean? We raise a lot of money. Yeah. Where's that interest going for yeah. that time? So I just think it's, I don't know. I'm not, it's not my first rodeo, but I was like, they are not stupid here. Yeah. I mean, I was when I used to see that, I'd be like, look, when someone calls someone with a ton of money, like, yeah, maybe $5,000 is a nickel to me and you, but just the act of asking someone for, can you donate 5000 10000 and when And have it sent within two hours of yeah. right now yeah. to this account. And I can't tell you what charity it's going to. So they don't even know what write-off, and they're waiting for the receipts, and they're, like, reaching oh my out. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I've always thought that show was – it was interesting because it was celebrities in a situation kind of like what's coming up with Celebrity Big Brother. They're finally doing it out here in the U.S. And I'm like, it'll be interesting to see and see what celebrities they get that agree to go live in a house for whatever I think they I mean, I, I think they'll get some people. I, I, I mean, it's done so well in the U.K. for so long. Yeah. And I guess they have a version here, but I don't watch the like the – the regular Big yeah, I don't. Yeah, neither I don't, do I. It's not anything that interests me, but I think if I was invested in a certain celebrity, I'd want to see them how they are 24-7. Yeah. I, I could see that. I mean, I'd I'd want – I'd watch. But celebrities are usually coddled and have people – Yes, yes people. So, exactly. Yeah, so to now basically say like, hey, you, for whatever – I think this filming is going to go for two weeks or maybe two and a half weeks. To do that, to get a celebrity to – Trust me, there's plenty that will do it. Yeah, I promise you. The they, they're like, okay, here's half a million dollars for three weeks of your life. Yeah, I guess. I'm pretty yeah. sure that there's a few people I know that would be like, over here. It's just a matter. I'm just curious of like, I'm sure there are celebrities on the C and D level that will do that because they. But what's like the best name that they're going to get? I'm curious. I mean, I, I, I don't see. For me, I don't know that there's levels anymore because for me, like, you're watching reality TV. You're, you know, you're looking at. You know Heidi and Spencer. I'm sorry, we all know who they are. Like yeah. you can call them D-list all day, but they're killing it. They're they're not going anywhere. They've been around since Forever. the hills, yeah. and you know they'll do it. They have no shame in their game. Oh, Listen, yeah. we watch the Kardashians all the time. It's reality TV, regardless of where they're royalty now. Yeah. Um, I think the reality stars are really just as as big 
these days and and to watch as let's say a movie star in my opinion yeah we all I have mean, a different opinion it's subjective no it yeah it's my thing was that like i'm just trying i'm just saying the a list off the top of my head like katie holmes i don't know i saw a story on her recent like katie holmes is never going to do celebrity well, but you have to think about who needs that money yeah it's not katie yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying but yeah yeah the People who don't need the money aren't have zero interest in giving up three weeks of their life or whatever. Um, I think that's it's interesting because maybe people that don't need the money but are no longer in the public eye might step forward because that you know fame is a drug and people get addicted to it. And when you don't have it anymore, I see more and more people desperate to hold on to something that is going to be fleeting no matter what. Yeah. So I could, I mean, I, I like big movie star. I don't see. A big movie star doing it, but you never know. I, you just never know because yeah, they have a lot of money. Yeah, they really do. And yeah, you wonder. I mean, I'm curious to see. I know that. I think the cast announcement is, will come in early 2018, but I'm not. I don't watch Big Brother, but for because the regular Big Brother show. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't. It's too time me. consuming. It's like yeah, three it's days like a week. Day, I'm just I like, uh, no, I don't. I don't want to dedicate. Th- I can barely. I haven't tolerate. even watched the English one yet. I watch like. <laughs> I don't like to watch back because I like I do my shit and I move on because I'm so critical of myself and I'll be like why did I say that or why did I do that and it's just better for my psyche to just keep keep it moving. Well, speaking of that, um, famously single season two. I didn't I didn't watch yours, but did anything redeeming come out of that for you? Did you learn anything on that? Um, you know, I will say, yeah, I did. I think that going through therapy on camera is really really raw it's hard to do and i don't like to cry in front of people it's like not my thing because i have to be the tough girl all the time so to do that it was really hard for me because i don't like people seeing me in a vulnerable state but i i will say just interacting with you know four guys and four girls i haven't lived in a house with them adults ever i have two little roommates that are my kids (laughs) um but i learned i i learned just about myself and like how i am with other people how i interact and what my role is in let's say a group situation i was kind of everyone's mom once the girls started to talk to me because it took them about three weeks because <laughs> i did tell everyone to fuck off too in the beginning i'm like you can fuck off and you can fuck off and like because i was mama bearing other people yeah. i just want everyone to like do the right thing but in doing that i have a really bad temper and i lose my words and what happens is the f word just comes out and i yell and then i'm like oh i could have if i could just use my words <laughs> like i would probably have a lot more friends but no i have plenty but but yep. did you on that show? Did they force you to go on? Like you were basically put on that show to go on a date, and they watch you from afar, and then they tell you how to date. Yeah, you know, we had different. Um, I don't know if the show's coming back or not, but we had different um, tasks that we had to do. And we had okay. to go on dates with people they picked for us, and we'd have our mates pick dates for us, and we had to go up and approach people oh. in the public and ask them like. Were you going on a boat ride right now? That was the hardest part for me because I was so uncomfortable with that. And, of course, oh. I only want to go on a boat ride with a cute boy. So yeah. I'm not going to go up to anyone. Yeah. I'm, like, wait, I'm like, no one's really my type. And then we're like, listen, get over yourself. And, you know, I did learn a lot about myself dating, you know, and I have trust issues that I've always known. But now yeah. I'm even more aware of. And um, well, but I, it, I, I always thought that was from when I read your books. That was probably the most fascinating to me was obviously going through everything that you did. How do you, and I guess my question, how do I frame the question, but it was more like everything that you went through with Eddie and then finding out how you did everything, 
it's impossible not to have trust issues going forward yeah, with any absolutely. guy. So how do you how is it hard not to run the second you see a red flag from something from a previous relationship? You know, it's 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 funny because um I I feel bad, but when if you're getting involved with me, you're going to know my backstory already. Yeah. So you're going to hopefully know that I have these trust issues and kind of treat me with kid gloves like okay she's already been through a b and c let's not do this to her you know and that that's my hope but i'm super guilty of turning my past into my present i mean i've done it in the relationship i'm in now i you know i'm punishing him for eddie's mistakes still and i see it but i have a great therapist that i go to <laughs> expensive but great and you know as long as this person is in love with me and is willing to take the good with the bad, which it seems to be that he is. Um, and then we talk it out. You know, I'm like, this is a trigger for me. This is a trigger for me, just so you know. And then you decide if you can move forward. But I'm not, listen, it's it's a, I'm not easy. Yeah. And if, I mean, I think people, I mean, in some ways I am, no yeah. kidding. Um, but if they're going to get involved with me, they know my backstory. There's no way you don't. And then you can just decide from there. I mean, I think. I wish I didn't have these trials. I wish they could just go away, like hocus pocus, they're gone. But it's, they, but it's they impossible don't. not to because uh, because I I knew everything on the surface. I knew what I read in the tabloids, yeah. but when I read the book, I was like, okay, this goes a little bit deeper than like I just thought it was. Before I read anything, I just thought, oh yeah, Eddie cheated on her with Leanne. No, 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 no. Like it was, I did not realize this guy. There's a lot of girls. Was tons, yeah. Like you yeah. said, like most of all the Hooters waitresses yeah, yeah. And, or the Hollywood waitresses. waitresses and, uh, no, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I was like, oh my god. Okay, so now, and you're living this, you know, you're living this cush life, and yeah. just everything's great, and you're you're a housewife, and you got a good looking husband, you got two great kids, and then all of a sudden it just comes crumbling down, like it just I, crashes. I, it's like somebody pulled the rug out from underneath you, and it's like 13 years of bliss but also wondering if you were crazy because i was very i'm a scorpio i'm very jealous i was like oh really you're going there your phone died again the battery it's like it's all these these are the flags for me i have specific ones yeah and my friends would all say you're crazy he would tell me i'm crazy so i started to believe i was crazy and then getting that like that pat on the back that you didn't really want to say you know what you're right the whole time it's it should it's a mind fuck. It's like, okay, you want, yes, I'm so excited that I was right, but no, I didn't want to be right, you know? <laughs> and then now go out into the world at 36 and figure it out, honey. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Well, so, when you, when you found out, well, I got the impression that you kind of always had known, but then you just assumed it w wasn't happening to you or. I think you all, you have to trust your gut. And my gut was that he was shady. But at mm. the same time, we were always together, and my friends all told me I was crazy. My friends like, he adores you. What are you talking about? Don't be crazy, Brandy. There's no reason. You're going to push him away. And, you know, I should have trusted my gut, unfortunately. Yeah, to <laughs> say the least. But, I mean, you didn't. But, I, but listen, I have two beautiful kids. I wouldn't change anything because for the world. I wouldn't have what I have right now. I yeah. have two New York Times bestselling books. I have a platform to do all of these amazing shows and maybe not so amazing shows. But I also know who I am. I'm an individual. I'm not just someone's wife or someone's partner. I'm me. Yeah. And as fucked up as it is, <laughs> like the good, bad, the ugly, like – I know I'm, I'm my own person all of a sudden. I'm not just Mrs. Cibrian or, you know, Eddie's wife. And it's – I feel like because I went into the relationship 
so young at 23, not really knowing myself, because you don't at 23, regardless of what you think, it was bound to happen. I, I needed to break out of a shell and get to know myself. And I didn't need it to happen this way, but it did. And hallelujah. You know, I'm, yeah, I wouldn't I mean, change it. I would have changed some of the things <laughs> I did. I mean, like how I reacted, but you can't hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I think that, you know, like everything happening the way it did, I don't think there's any reason to think that you did. <laughs> you wouldn't have. I mean, some people would have acted maybe a little bit less. They wouldn't have slashed motorcycle tires, I but mean, I mean, whatever. No one got hurt. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, mean, it's not like you did it while he was driving. Right? While he was riding At least him. I told him before I got on the t- I'm like, you might not want to take those out. <laughs> I mean, I, he could have really gotten hurt. So I feel like, eh. Um, Steve, I'm going to stop you right there for a quick moment so that we can have some people on that pay our bills. They're called advertisers. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will be back in a minute. I am going to rent the runway because I am going to a lot of Christmas parties this season. That's you. Yeah. You texted yeah. me that. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm sick of buying a dress, wearing it once and then feeling like I have a picture in it. I can't wear it again right. for three more years. Cause right. then I, I do recycle things as the years go. Okay. Because do you, you know, you shoulder can. pants. I do. Are they back in? Yeah. Oh, they're, oh, they're oh, yeah? big. Yeah. Shoulder pads are big and I'm out. excited. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm super excited. I didn't, I didn't know shoulder pads were back in. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. For guys too. Really? No. No. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so <laughs> how many mornings do you get up and look in your closet and you're just like, I don't like it. Right. You know? It's like every day. Pretty much. I, I mean, you could change my whole wardrobe. I wish you could change your whole wardrobe too. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, introducing <laughs> Rent the Runway's unlimited membership where you get unlimited access to constantly rotating dream closet full of designer styles that you can keep as long as you want and swap anytime. What? See, that's my issue. What? So now – when they give me a time frame, say you have to t- return it by then, right? it's not going to happen, number I always one. forget. Yeah. I have a package in the back of my car that me, I me purchased a phone case. It was too big. I didn't realize I wasn't paying attention on Amazon. I got it. I was like, oh, I'll just return it. They were like, here's the label, print it, send it back. You mm-hmm. know what happened? It sat in the back of my car because yeah. I forgot to send it back. Yeah, I have two things in the back of my car now. Yeah. They're never going anywhere. No, never. But that's the beauty. There's no time limit. You can right. keep it for as long as you want with this new Rent the Runway, yeah. this unli- unlimited membership. Rent the Runway is the only place where you can rent styles for over 450 top designers from over 450 top designers. Right. They have Vince, Theory, Tori Birch, Derek Lamb, Opening Ceremony, uh, Marnie, DVF, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Love her. Are you enticed, Steve? Um, Steve's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I can recognize some of those names. Okay. Tori Burns, I mean, they're more for women, I'm not going to lie, yeah. but you could be into cross-dressing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, renting is not only cheaper than buying, it's faster and easier, too, with free shipping and dry cleaning in every place. Boom. What? Oh, I mean, on every piece. I don't have my reading glasses What did you today. say? In every place. In every <laughs> place. They dry clean up in the armpit area. Yeah. They do. They dry the clean crotch. down on the side. Yeah. yeah I mean, they every do the place. whole every thing. Place. <laughs> I mean, if you go to renttherunway.com or download the app, that's the easiest thing to do. We uh-huh. can shop on your phone. Right. Choose from tops, dresses, handbags. Woo, woo. Hello. Know. Yeah. Gotta have handbags. Um, and many more for any question. Question. Many any occasion. Any question you have, you <laughs> can wear a dress occasions. for it. Yes. Wow. I mean, it's just getting worse. And it's I, almost it's, Christmas. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And if you fall in love with a style, you can buy it at an exclusive discount. What? And you can Holy keep it forever. God. Forever. We are all doing. We're doing things wrong. I, this yeah, is I the way so. to go. Right. Yes. Temporary Seriously. until you decide you want to make it permanent. Like relationships. Like relationships. Ha, yeah. Yes. Put a ring on it. 
Keep right? it forever. <laughs> Boom. Or don't. Or don't. Trade it yeah, in. It's up to you. Next, please. <laughs> <laughs> it is like relationships, really. It's exactly like that, yeah. Woo, I like it. And um, if you fall in love, I said, you can keep it, like when you get married. 70% of unlimited members actually report spending less money on clothes after joining. Wow. 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 I mean, that's good. It is. <laughs> Oh, so join the 6 million members. Wow, they must be rich, these Rent the Runway people. <laughs> That's the largest clothing rental company in the world. In the world. The universe. No, that's not the same as the world. No. No. Nope. The world is I know. one we planet. This, I know. My boys and I had a big – I said, the universe. No, it's not the same as the world, but it's not. It's They're true. right. It's true. Just like the whole Batman thing. It's not like that at all. Jake okay. was absolutely wrong, unequivocally. Okay, so go to JetTheRunway.com <laughs> or download the app to get 25% off your first month's unlimited membership with promo code BRANDY at checkout. That's RentTheRunway.com. Get 25% off your first month's membership with membership with promo code BRANDY. RentTheRunway.com, promo code BRANDY. Cool. You guys cool. going to do it? Oh, RentTheRunway.com. Promo code BRANDY. Yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> 2017 was a great year for us here at Podcast One, and we hope it was a great year for you. We launched new shows with Caitlin Bristow, Jim Harbaugh, Dick Emberg, and Randy Jackson. We've also had some amazing guests stop by some of our shows, like Brian Cranston on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted, Julia Weed Dreyfus, Julia, Julia Weed Dreyfus. Julia Louis Dreyfus on all of the above with Norman Lear and Jason Bateman on Spock's Car Radio with Spock Ferriston. We are looking forward to a bright 2018 with new shows coming online from MySpace, Tom Anderson, and we are welcoming back Dennis Miller to the podcast scene. From all of us here at Podcast One, we want to wish you a very happy holiday and a happy new year. And now we return to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. How fucking exciting. One thing I don't know is, like, what is it, now that you have done all these shows and have, it's obviously been talked about and books have been written about it, I don't know, what is your relationship with him now? Um, Eddie is the father of my children. Okay. You know, we talk about... You know, we're trying to send Mason to China for this school trip, and we discuss things for the sake of our kids. Yeah. Um, and that's really that's it. it. You know, it's – they waved at me on the motorcycle the other day when they were – I was walking across to Jake's school, and Eddie and Leanne go by on the motorcycle. They're all waving. I'm like, are we really that close? <laughs> like, I mean – and the school cross guard goes, do you know that country singer? I'm like, uh, yep, I know her. Apparently that, apparently that school crossing lady has never – It was a guy, read, but I was oh, like, it, yep. Yeah, pretty much. And I just was like, "This is this happening right now? But at the end of the day, my kids love that woman and they're happy when they're over there. Yeah. And that's – if we can just keep things as they are right this second, we'll be okay. But, you know, I love his parents. They're still my in-laws. I, I love them madly. They love my children. Um, but there's no there's no – mutual stuff going on in terms of holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Like God, you no. are not going you are not having dinner with you, Mason, Eddie, and Leanne. Um unfortunately I, you know, there was a time when I did have them over for Easter and they made out in front of me and the kids. That was fun. <laughs> that was really fun. I was like, you listen, really? we know you're together. We get it. Let's do the Easter egg hunt. And that was in the beginning. I really did try, God. but there's a point where you just kind of have to let go and walk away a little just to, for your own sanity. 
So I tried. Um, maybe in the future. You never know. I don't know. It's been what? How many years? Since 2009. Eight years. They've been together eight years? Holy yep. shit. God, it feels like it's been like three. Like Because feel- people are still talking yeah, about it. Like every, like every, I will never escape it, whether it's Housewives or Eddie and Leanne. Yeah. Every interview I do, it will be part of my story. And I've kind of accepted that. And there are some people that will come into the podcast like, oh, don't ask about this person. Don't ask about the marriage. I'm like, well, then I don't have anything to say to that person <laughs> because that's part of this reason I know who they are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just. I didn't. Really, my God, I didn't, guess I never really didn't register with me that it was eight years. Yeah. No, it's been some time. But I think because on Housewives, we kind of went back and forth. So everything's been so public Yeah. Um, that people feel like it was yesterday. Yeah. No, that's me being one of them. Like, yeah. really, I'm like. I mean, I knew it was a few years ago, but at eight, I never would have. It does guessed. seem like oh, that is a long. So now, wait, you tell me. Yeah. Married, kids, no, nothing. No kids. Nothing, I knew that. Nothing. No kids. Never been married. Do you want to be married ever? Yeah, I do. Um, my situation is I I moved to Dallas in 2006. Some 11 and a half years now, July of 06. I, I grew up in Orange County. <clears throat> Went to college here so in you're L.A. So used to the big boobs, the big hair. The, oh, yes, I like it. Yeah. That's good. Um, grew up in Orange County. Went to college out here in L.A. Went to Loyola Marymount. Hmm. And then was in Sports Talk Radio here in L.A. from the second I got out of college until about 2006 when I made the move. But when I made the move, it was I was 31 at the time, and I just was like, things weren't going great for me. My radio career was kind of going south. Uh, there wasn't a lot of opportunities in sports radio for me out here. And my dad offered me a position to come work with him. I decided to, okay, yeah, let let me do this. And basically packed up my life at 31 years old and kind of started over. Because all right. my friends, like all my closest friends still live here. It's kind of why I'm out here this weekend. Um, went and saw Star Wars last night. It was excellent. Uh, I'm seeing it tonight at 8 p.m. Yeah, I, won't, I have I won't one extra ticket. I would, um, no, I'm excited. My kids are like, we have to. I'm like, oh, my God, but we're going. There's like six of us going. Yeah, and it's, it's really good. I'm, I'm like, excited. They're a little overly excited, but yeah. listen, I have boys. It's like, yeah. they're like me. You'll see me at Arc Like with six boys. And they're like, oh, that poor lady, but they're actually very fun. But. Um, so I moved, when I moved to Dallas, I was basically moving to a state where the only person I knew was my father, and I was working from home since day one. So. I've never worked in an office out there, and I'm not someone that's just going to go to a bar and play the numbers game and just be like, and by myself. Yeah. Like, I've just, it's very hard for it's me hard, socially right? out there. Because you Plus, have to make friends you feel comfortable to go out with. To, exactly. Yeah. And now, and now that my job, and basically, so I was always, I moved there in 06. I was doing, I was working for my father. We were in uh, home, I sold pillows, throws, blankets, comforters to uh, JCPenney with their home quarter, their headquarters or. Oh, nice. In Plano, Texas. Yeah, I used to go there when I was modeling. I used they used to fly me out there to do the catalog. Oh, the catalog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we sold the pennies, and then um, I was just my dad was like, "Hey, I'm going to retire at some point. Someone's got to take over these accounts, and might as well be you." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's not something I ever thought I would do long term." But I was like, "Okay, for the short term." I, yeah. I, at the time when I left, I, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I needed a change, so yeah. but I was still doing the website just for fun. I was still writing recaps of any time the Bachelor was on. In hopes that someday somebody would see it and be like, oh, we like your writing. Maybe you can do some freelance work. Never really pitched myself, but I had a niche following. And then I got my first spoiler in 2009, and that's where Tabloid started quoting me. And it got to that point, and I was like, okay, um, let me see how I can monetize this. And then 
I did put some ads on, I think, in 2010. And then in August of 11, it became my full-time job. So it's been almost, what, six and a half, six and a half years now wow. that this, show, this website has become my full-time job. And But I work from home every day. But you stayed based in I stayed based in Dallas. Could I do it anywhere? Sure. Yeah. Um, but I like where I am right now. I'm pretty settled in, even though I don't have a wife and kids or anything like that. I just it allows me the freedom to come and go as I please and go whenever I want. Yeah. I don't have a boss. I wake up whenever I want. And I have a pretty structured schedule in terms of when I write. I write when the show is airing. I, air, I write three times a week. When it's filming, I try and spoil in real time. But at this point, yeah, could I go somewhere else and do it somewhere else? Sure. But I'm just – I'm You're- entrenched there, and I can come and go as I please. So I have no problem taking a weekend out here or going right. wherever. Like, But, yeah, it's – what you about know, like on maybe possibly online dating uh, or you know or even I like on Tinder it. they have like come join the party with friends. Yeah, they have I, that. I had I, I I did the online thing when I first moved to Dallas, but it's been over. It's probably been nine or ten years since I did online dating. I just I have a bad taste in my mouth from it, and I don't like. Um, uh, <laughs> I. I I, I had a, I had an issue a few years ago with uh, a stalker, and oh. then I it became something to where I became way um, private about not just becoming a serial dater, just going out every weekend with right. because although it's on a very smaller level, I am a public figure now right. because and, of what I do, right. and I just. I'm so paranoid now of I don't like to talk about my private life. Well, is there a way the, like in the beginning if when you meet someone, when people ask me what I do, like I'm like, first of all, if you pushed on that button, you already know because I'm connected yeah. to my Facebook. So I don't I'm, <laughs> I just say I'm a writer Yeah, because I am. Yeah. But I'm also I do other things. I don't even know what it is I do, actually. But <laughs> I, I feel like there's a way to protect yourself. There's a way to not say like exactly what you're writing. You don't have to give your actual last name and you can kind of feel it out and wait. And figure out who's actually in it for the right reasons. Yeah, oh, that's a total bachelor line, by the way. Right I, reason, I mean, yeah, doing, doing it for the right reasons. Well, I mean, um, I think that's something that, as a public figure, you have to you have to sort that out because when, when there's going to be trust issues. When I perfect, example. I mean, that was my that's my thing is that every, when everything went down with this stalker about three or four years ago, maybe it was five now, I just lost all trust in people, and I just uh, I became so paranoid about. People Who, finding out your sources or seeing yeah. your writing or – yeah, no, I can imagine. And it's imagine. just like – and then I just became like um, – because one of the things that they did, I literally – one one time I went to a basketball game with a girl. Um, she took a picture. She's like, hey, let's take a picture at the game. And it's just like – and it was like my second date with the girl. So I didn't even – That's a little, yeah. It was way early and it wasn't even like – we weren't even knowing we were dating. It was just like she had gotten tickets to, hey, do you want to go? And I went. Took a picture, tweeted it, and this stalker immediately starts hounding her. Um, and I get a text from this girl that I literally went on a second date with. And she's like, why is this person hounding me on the internet about the your past girlfriends and all that? I'm like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Like, So I realized that whoever I date has to Have understand. Have a really tough skin. Yeah. Has to understand that you will be judged. People will say stuff they about you. They will hate you. you. They, they will, will come for you. Yeah. They will and, come for me. And you have to, like, yeah, you have to have a really tough skin. And that's, and so it's like, yeah, I just, you kind of have to weed people out. And, um, and there have been people that I have gone out with that immediately look at me as some sort of means to an end. Like, what can he do for me? And, right. you know, talking yeah. about, like, they think, they, 
they do so much bachelor talk that I'm thinking that, okay, they're after something. Right. And that freaks or me out. Or you feel like you're on an interview. You're yeah. Like, um, and okay, that, why are you asking me all these questions? Is this an interview or is this a date? <laughs> and that freaks me out because I have, you know, I've been spoiling for eight years now. I don't reveal my sources. I don't talk about that stuff. Well, if when, you did, then you wouldn't have the sources. Then I wouldn't have the sources that right. I did. And I think that's why I do because people know that they can trust me with what right. they tell me. But there have yeah there have been some girls that have come I could just tell in the conversation that they're more interested in what you reality do, yeah. Steve than Steve Carbone is what yeah. I've usually said that's been my line is that they're more interested in that aspect and not me. Well, I, I will say it's probably like fifty fifty. You know, you just have to if you want to and not be alone forever. You yeah. have to like give it a shot. And, you know, like the guy that I'm dating now tried to call my haters. He got their phone numbers because he thought he was going to talk them out of hating me. I go, honey, these people are not, they're not together. They're like, they've been hating me for seven years. You have to, like, they, they, you just have to leave them alone. Like, he literally called and he's like, she's really sweet. You don't really, and I'm like, just walk away. But it was very sweet to me that he was so concerned that this woman was being so vile to me online. And I'm like, babe, I don't even read it. I have somebody that does that for me at this point. Yeah. And, you know, like, it doesn't matter. But I, I felt I was very, it was very endearing. And usually it's like, well, in the past it was like, oh, can I be on camera with you? Or, you know, can you put this uh, listing on your social media for me? Like a real estate listing. I'm like, yeah, let me just, let me just do that for you. And then I can wonder if you'd like me for me or my social media following or the camera. Well, that's fair. I mean, because obviously you have a huge following and that's immediate red flag that you know that, okay, this person is way more interested in using my brand social media is tough i have a a real love hate with it and i have a love hate with you know i think we're all addicted to it an extent but um it is a really hard nut to swallow is that that the right (laughs) that's probably not the right thing i don't think nut to swallow is not to crack not to crack pill to swallow pill to swallow pill to to swallow not to crack right because you want to share your life and show the people like who you're dating and stuff but then you do and they start following him and then they're like sending him weird messages and then you're like who's this weird chick on your like ah well the other thing is that so if if i tell somebody look i'm just not you know if we start dating and whatever i don't need to tweet a picture of us out every time we're at dinner and stuff like that like other people do and then they immediately start thinking oh well, what is well, he yeah hiding? what are you hiding like what like you have a wife and a girlfriend over there exactly I, but it is it's hard you learn from your mistakes like i will say there i wish there i was telling well last time i wish there are rules because you want to share and you want to like celebrate this other person in your life but then you do it too much and everyone's like oh there must be something wrong because you're shoving this or your love down our throat and then it's like okay let's not do it at all and then it becomes really a part of the conversation of your romantic life. And it's just weird. It's I know. exhausting. So I, I feel you on that. It is difficult. And it, it's not going to get any easier. But no, I, I feel like you're not going to get any younger, honey. I know. So it's time to throw your hat in the ring. Get out there. And, you know, just maybe – I know it's hard not to talk about your work. But maybe don't – there's got to be a way – just don't bring up The Bachelor. I mean, you're kind of safe then, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's – it's it's most of the people that I do end up dating. I usually I, I usually make sure that they're aware. Like, it's not someone that's a fan or a super fan or something like that, but I want them to be – like, at least have read my site and have an idea of what I do because going into it blind, that has definitely never worked for me either. Because mm. when I've sat, because here's a funny story. I remember I, I went on a date with a girl and I sat down and we're just talking. And my quote unquote resume is 
So, you know, if, if they have no idea what I do, it's so, uh, you know, what is it you do? And basically my resume reads 42, never married, no kids, and I write a blog. Like that's yeah. – and they judged me immediately on that. I could tell they did. And it's just like, okay, if you want to judge me on that, that's fine. But, you know, not to pat myself on the back here, but I've built this blog and I've built a brand and – it's, it's not easy. I'm trying to yeah. do a blog. I've been trying for about six months. It's it's really hard to get your following up. It's really hard to get advertisers. It's really hard to get people. It's I'm telling you, it's a lot of work. It's I know. Still not, it's not doing that great yet, but we're gonna keep on <laughs> plugging away. And I just I, I just I don't understand. I mean, it's like I said, it's it's you become. They they get to this point with me where it's just like okay, I just I felt like I was being judged because of that resume and it was just that could be an inside job for you you know what i mean it could be your own i I don't think today it's it's really hard to sit and sit back and judge anyone today we all like i mean if you put what i do on paper i don't even know what that is you know so people (laughs) you know it's people can fuck off let's be clear you have to get out of your own way because if you're looking at it like oh they're judging me because of this then no matter what even if they're not it's still going to be in 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 your front of your head in your form what is it frontal lobe yeah the frontal lobe that's what i was thinking (laughs) um yeah no i mean it's you got to get out of your own way kid i know it's it's kind of it's been a struggle sometimes but sometimes i feel like you know what screw it if if i go out with somebody like i think my biggest fear has always been going out with somebody and dating them for a while and then because of a breakup whether they want to end it with me or i end it with them and then they splash my personal life because i've had sexts that have made it public before because somebody did that to me so again that they they put your sex your text yeah screenshot of my of my of our conversation to each other online well listen that's not fun and that's not fun no it's not fun you always leave your neck pictures are neck down and the the, the written part i'm good i'm good with my words there. yeah i know but i mean like that eh, i don't like i don't judge i mean i think we all do that yeah we all do it but i just get paranoid that oh my god what if it's like I really have to trust them because I feel like well, God, there's revenge ends, porn, yeah, revenge sex, the whole sex, re- yeah, text. the whole revenge stuff, sex, yeah. sex, sex, sexting, sexting. Well, do you sext? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's new. He's One newly word. divorced. So okay. He's, yeah. And he's it's, he's a hot mess. Every every everybody I think nowadays does it. Yeah, I mean, I think once all of the girls, like, their phones got hacked, like, the Jennifer Lawrence and all, like, yeah. I'm like, honey, like, I've been taking naked pictures from the neck down for years. Like, I never would put my face in a picture. I know. I'm, I was amazed by that, uh, how many had their face in them. I'm I, like, you guys, come on. And, like, I, included the face from, like, yeah. that ang- all the way all the, way. the body. I'm like, and I'm like, why would you? I, I mean, God bless. They look great. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a you know, these days... There's like revenge porn, revenge sex, all of these things, and people you you really just have to not make the shit or deal with it getting out there. Yeah, and you just know, know if you choose to do it, that I, could be a possible consequence. Right, and know that there's like the so apparently my boyfriend has I've never made a sex tape in my life, but he has a a car cam like a dash cam because somebody like hit his car and then now he wants to have it recorded. But we did have sex on the hood of his car, and so now I feel like there is a sex tape. Because of the dash cam. Oh, wow. And so I'm a little nervous. Not I do trust him, but, but you've talked it would about only this be with like him, right? back, I think. You've talked about this with him, right? Um, or... not really. 
I mean, he's he's very conservative. I don't think. Well, not that conservative. Apparently not conservative <laughs> enough to have sex with you on the hood of a car. Well, I mean, we were on a private street. No, <laughs> not really. Now it's on the show. So when he listens, he can tell you. I mean, he was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, like if the, like if, I, if I've ever made a sex tape, that would be the dash cam one. And I don't think it's like a big view. But then he's in it, too. And then he's in trouble. Yeah. Because his company is very conservative. He's out. Yeah, I know. And, and we know from your books that wasn't the first one on the hood of a car. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> the athlete. Well, you never, Sorry. Named, you never named him, right? I named them all, but my... Um, but not No, the in the book. Names. No, because my, you know, they vetted the book and they yeah. have to, they'll get sued otherwise. So they took all the names out. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yep, yeah, this is this person. <laughs> this is this person. But I have some new ones that are so good. And I feel like for the next book, I feel like I wish we could just leave. But you're going to know who it is when, when you read it. Be- and my boyfriend's okay with it because he knows who it is. But I just want to scream it. <laughs> but it's, it's but will, the, will it will be the same as the other two where you're not allowed to name him? Um, I'm or hoping – well, gonna... I, I'm guessing we won't, but I'm yeah. not sure. But you're going to know but by we'll know my description. Is, like, on. there's only one. <laughs> yeah, that one – now, I, when I was reading the books, here's what I was fascinated by. Obviously, you you know that, obviously, books are going to be around forever. Um, mm-hmm. Was there ever any part of you that was fearful of – My children. Obviously, yeah, Mason and Jake. They're going to read it at some point, but yeah. – it's one thing to read about just, oh, mommy, daddy's divorce. Right. And one thing to read about, oh, mommy was doing a guy on the hood of the car on the side of 405 or 101, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> was it 405 or 101? Oh, um, it was the it was up Benedict Canyon, I believe. OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, so that portion, like, is there any part of you that was like, OK, maybe I shouldn't have done that or said that? You know what? Honestly, the only time. I, I was doing the Today Show, and I think Willie Geist was interviewing me, and he's like, you're in a safe place, or place don't worry. It's going to be, he's like, so, well, what do you think your kids are going to think when they, I'm like, whoa, that's <laughs> the first question, and like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Honestly, kids right now, they know so much on the internet. They know more than we think they know. They yeah. know about, like, you put anything in, porn comes up. Um, my kids are very, we're open. We have an open conversation. Listen, my 14-year-old has girlfriends there could be things happening multiple you know? ones um or well, no <laughs> he goes he like a new girlfriend a week he's very oh, attractive he's one of those, yeah. one of those, but he okay. breaks up before he gets a new girlfriend that's my whole i'm like we have to break up you don't ever mix there's no time yeah. you know lapse so um they know things they know things like they make jokes about things that you they should never know but with the internet and everything nowadays they're gonna know no matter what um they think I'm unfiltered. They think I'm inappropriate, but they love me to death, and I have such a love for them. Listen, I'm not excited about it, <laughs> but it, the truth of is, it's just a truth. Like that's it. I, yeah, I mean, I was reading. It's it's the one reason. Like I've always been fascinated by you because there is this raw, unadulterated. Like, look, I don't care what you think. I'm going to say it and, because I do care what my loved ones think. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Like, if I don't love you, exactly. I don't care what haters thing. are going to think. Haters are going to hate no matter what. Yeah. And I, I think that there's when – I, when I read some of the stuff, it was just – for me, I was just like, my gosh, is there a part of me that thinks, like, maybe she could have not said that? But obviously, it's not that big of a de- – like, 
you're fine with your kids. I don't think your kids are scarred by it. And no. I'm sure maybe they get teased by it every once in a while or something. Or... They really don't. Because oh, I, I, ask, I mean, they may when when it becomes more mainstream and they're a little older and kids are reading those books. I don't know what kid would what mom would let a kid read that book, but um, they might. But my kids are very just like they're awesome. They're cool. They I don't. I, I said, because a lot of kids watched Housewives, and I'm like, what mother lets the kids yeah. watch Housewives? It's so weird to me. But I said, do you guys ever get teased or anything like about, oh, I'm the drunk chick on the show? And like, no, we get praised. Like, it's, wow. and I'm like, all right, well, then there you have it. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I mean, <laughs> because I didn't let them watch a show, but they would watch it at their dad's, and I don't even understand that. But um, they've seen it, obviously, and they knew, they know Kim, they know, they know Lisa, they know all the women. Because outside of the show, you you know you do see them. Yeah, and um, you know they know me though. So no matter what I do on TV, they know the real me that they have twenty four seven. That takes them to Star Wars. That makes them freaking twenty thousand dollars steak. <laughs> oh, the a smoke alarm went off last night. Oh, I have geez. a new pan. I love to cook, and it's one of those red casserole, uh, red uh, grill pans. And it was my first time, but I did oil it down. Like everything they said, we had the whole. We have a my, – my entire place smells like smoke or in steak. Oh. So – and we just put the Christmas tree up. It's, they, oh. they quit. They quit on me twice last night. <laughs> they were like, can we have a break? <laughs> like, no. I pretend cried and then I'm, they came back. I, you saying that, I'm – it's like part of me – and part of me is surprised that Eddie lets them watch the show and then part of me isn't. It's almost like he wants to – like is using it as some sort of mm. – like why would he let them watch it? I don't think when that... When he knows that you don't let them. Right, but I don't think... So, because Eddie's a dude, and they're men, so he treats them more like yeah. his little bros. You know, yeah. like, they're, they kind of bros down with them. There's not a lot of... Like, they can watch... Like, for the longest time, they watch Family Guy over there. I'm like, there's no Family Guy! And then you just kind of throw in the towel. Yeah. It's like, fuck, we can watch Family Guy, I guess. If you're already watching it... Yeah. So, now we watch it together, and I love it. But <laughs> I'm like, this is so horrible! And then I'm like, well, let's watch the Cleveland show. So, but... <laughs> You know, at some point, you just have to throw in the towel. But as far as they watch the cooking shows and Apprentice and other things that I've been more appropriate on. Yeah. Um, and they know me. So, I'm. you know, it's like it is what it is. But I, I think with Eddie, there's a lot of um, people over there. They have a big house. There's a staff. And they have Dolores and nannies and grandmas. And I don't think that there's a lot of, like, one-on-one, don't watch us, don't do – you know what I mean? It's a little more people – the kids are bossy. My kids are they're like, oh, we're watching this. I'm like, oh, hell no. And they'll get, like, ice cream at 11. I'm like, you are tripping. I, You know, but if they can run you, they will. And I have a feeling, like, with Dolores, she does – the nanny does anything they want because yeah. they're men. And, you know, Eddie and Leanne travel a lot. And Grandma's a pushover. I'm not going to lie. I love her to death. But, you know, they're in charge over there. So what is – how many – I guess it all depends on Eddie's schedule and your schedule when you're – but like how many days a week are they with you we do 50 50 so we're okay. right now um week on week off eddie oh, did recently yeah okay. eddie recently got a job i think it starts in february so then we'll figure that out the one thing regardless of he and i fighting and whatnot if i work he'll take the kids if he works i'll take the kids because there are kids and we love them there's no like oh i'm not taking them for you it's like these are our children and we'll make the we'll make the schedule work even if we don't like each other at the time. And I remember in the book, now Grant, the book, the last book was three years ago, right? Three or The f- dating one? Yeah. Three? I believe so. Okay. And at the time, I don't know, are they aware yet 
of the divorce and how everything are they do they know it yet or understand it because at the time in the book they didn't no mason they were too young. yeah mason definitely knows what happened um and he has questions but jake you know at 14 he has questions yeah, 14 um jake doesn't remember daddy and i ever being married he was two yeah so true. with the, the like he only knows divorce he only knows two households he doesn't remember anything else so that's his normal so hmm. with Mace, he's a little more, he's very sensitive of me. If he sees me crying or anything like that, he's like, I will kill somebody. Um, and he like, he's, he just worries about me because he saw me two years of, of depression going through trying to, you know, fake it for them and, you know, be happy and stress the F out and brokenhearted and all this. So he is very, um, he always like looks after me. So I always make sure that he knows I'm okay with Jake. Jake, Jake's like, you're fine. You're gangster. I'm okay. <laughs> but yeah. But they, but obviously you, I mean, earlier in the conversation, you said they love Leanne. I mean, they, they, they like do. Leanne and they have yeah. a good time with her. So basically what I was getting at was they, it, how Leanne came into life doesn't compute with them of, I need to hold this against her because she kind of ruined. No, because me. honestly, they love their dad, and it wasn't Leanne's fault. Let's be clear; well, it takes yeah, two to tango, yeah. and That's they, they very true. you know, it was it was ultimately Eddie that cheated on his family. Yeah, and you know, Leanne was married, but she didn't have a family really. So I can't blame one person, and I don't. I really protect my kids as far as that goes. I as long as they're happy and she loves them. That's all I care about. If they were saying, oh, she's not nice to me, or something, I would be like in court get, getting my kids back. Yeah. Um, but, but they seem to have a good time. They do. That. And, yeah. you know, she she offers some things that I could never, like their childhood, going on a tour bus and touring the country and doing all these cool things that the kids don't get to do that. My, my son plays electric guitar. They sleep on, they, they camp. They do all these cool things that most kids don't get to do. You know, they're backstage, they're on stage. It's pretty amazing for them. Yeah. I can imagine um one question i got from listeners or mm-hmm. readers have asked me was what's going on with lisa right now um she she says the relationship between you two is basically unrepairable and and that's that is that grandstanding on her side is it hype or do you really see you guys never being able to be friends again the only way that woman and i will ever be friends again is is if she cuts me a check for half a million dollars. She's oh. <laughs> a snake in the grass. She's a liar. Being able to lie under oath and cost me that money knowing she's lying is just like it's not good enough that I'm on the show anymore. Now you want to ruin my livelihood. My, my All my, fa- my savings are gone because of this one lie. And she knows it's just exhausting to me. So, no, we will never be friends again unless she breaks out her checkbook. And honestly, her time will come. Karma's a bitch, and I happen to know it's coming soon. <laughs> Yikes! I don't yeah. even. I mean, I, we can't even talk about it, right? No, I'll tell you know. later. But okay. Um, no. something because, like I said, I don't watch. So there was a slap in the past. <laughs> Did you slap her? I mean, I. <laughs> what, think... what was the situation? Tell me the story okay. behind that. So we were in Amsterdam, and we were actually getting along. And we have a we had a really good, like, little banter. Yeah. She's got a wicked sense of humor, and I like that. Um, we were getting along, and I was like, okay, let's make out. Like, kiss me. And she was like, no, darling, no. But she really <laughs> likes the attention. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, kiss me. I go, if you don't kiss me, I'm going to slap you. And she's like, no. And so I went, and I went like this. I Like, I barely smacked her face, and she's like, oh. 
oh my lord no one's ever touched me like that in my life and it was like that was the end of my life on the show she was like i will kill and bury you and she's like no one in my life has ever touched me this way and then a few reunions later she's saying she was in a physically abusive relationship so i'm like wait bitch what is it yeah she's just a liar oh my gosh and i refuse to kiss her ass like everyone else does and that's why she takes everyone else back i'm not that person what what is the filming schedule for housewives when it's usually does it start? four months out of the year. It usually four? starts in June, and it wraps mid October, depending. And then it because, like I said, the only one I've watched is Dallas, um, and I happen to know one of the Dallas girls. She lives fairly close to me. Which and one? I met Brandy. Her on a plane. Brandy. Oh yeah, she yeah. was. I I met her out. She was very sweet actually. Oh, I didn't she... like her on the show, but <laughs> when I met her out, I was like, "You're actually really nice." Oh yeah, she's a super nice woman. Um, I've gone over to her house for some Jesus juice. Like we've nice. watched Bachelor together. Um, it's really because I met her. On, I met her on a flight from Vegas back to Dallas. Her and Brian, literally, I was exit row window, and she was middle, and, and she sat down next to me, and I was just literally, we talked the whole flight. And no, she's very like, easy yeah. and outgoing. Like oh, she's very like sweet to talk former to. Former cowboy cheerleader, like I'm yeah, a, she's very bubbly. Yeah, I mean she's she's great, but you know she's told me I think theirs is like almost eight months of uh, almost eight months of filming they did or something like. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how. If it's it's obviously different for it's, every yeah season. we all have different production companies. Yeah. Um, OC and Beverly Hills is the same one. Same one. Okay. But generally they shoot until they have it. Until you they know. Have it. So if they don't have it, they're going to continue shooting. And there's always pickups. Yeah. So you're like, oh, we have to do the at home. So it feels like a whole year of shooting, but the primary shooting is pretty much four months because otherwise they couldn't afford it. I mean, they yeah. have to pay like three crews, and it's a lot. So do we? Is this? Is there some sort of secret, or do we know that you're – are you on next season, or is it not allowed to be talked about? I am not that I know of. I would tell you if I knew, but oh. um, no. I mean, I, they just wrapped, and they are going to do the uh, reunion soon. They okay. haven't even filmed the reunion yet. So. Okay. All right. It's uh, – <laughs> yeah. It's – you know, we'll see. You never know. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, so I, when did the slap – when did that thing happen? Because when I Googled it, I was just like – because this, this – the recent story was what Lisa just said. She said, like, who? Someone asked her right. about, like, would you? And she's like, who? who? Who's Brandy? Or whatever. So, w- but within that story, it talked about who was, you know, Lisa Vanderpump, who was once slapped by Brandy. Because that's all. So that's all I, the yeah. context of what I had made it seem like, oh, my God, you well, that's how wound it- <laughs> up and whacked her. And it mean, didn't happen. Okay, exactly. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I did smack her. Uh, whatever it, it was, seemed like more of a tap it was a love tap i was trying to get a kiss i mean like, come on i was like all right you're like, in amsterdam that's right? what people do right exactly smoke pot you make out it was like i thought it was like the beginning of a new era for us and then you know once once you go down a level you stoop to a level that is not just you want to ruin my life then it's like there's no coming back from that so yeah, that's unfortunate I... because it's a show we're yeah. not we're not trying to ruin people's and lives. And you know here. you have to keep up certain. I mean, obviously, from what I from what I've heard and what I've read, you were a lot worse in your earlier seasons on that show. Um, That's what I've been told. Like I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, I feel. I like guess I the had... drinking. I, 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 the drinking stuff was seemed to be a lot worse in your earlier seasons. I don't. You know, I love me some wine. That's <laughs> yeah. for dang sure. But um. Maybe. I don't – you know what? I don't honestly know. I know it doesn't take much. Like the third one, I'm going to the dark side. Yeah. But it's also when you're waiting around for something to happen and it's your only friend in the room, you're yeah. going for the Jesus juice. You're like, <laughs> okay, these bitches aren't talking to me. Like, And the more you drink, 
the more stuff happens. Yeah. And that's the, the truth of it. I mean, there was a point where I was definitely drinking too much, but it was during the show. I would Somebody had lost my dog. My dad wasn't talking to me. It was a really hard time for me. I mean, yeah. definitely. But because it, it follows your life. It's not just like, you know, oh, you're on the show. It's like, no, my dad's not talking to me in real life. My dog really was lost. I'm in a depression. So I had a crutch. It was Chardonnay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I'm very honest about it. I think if you're if you have something to hide, that's when shit goes crazy and it comes out like in a bad way. Oh, I, I can only imagine. I mean, I, I, I maybe I should just. I feel like I'm so far behind on Beverly Hills that I don't know everybody's backstory that I, I wouldn't be able to like understand or appreciate what's going on if I were to just join in and. No, you really have start. to all, all, like honestly watch from season one so you yeah. understand the dynamic between Kim and Kyle <clears throat> because that kind of feeds into the later. You, it, it all builds up, but now there's only a couple girls left that were the, like on originally. Okay. So you could probably start. I think it starts on the 19th. So So the next season of Beverly It'll, Hills is, is starting is start, on the 19th? Yeah, air, I think it's the 19th. I know it's this month. Oh. So, so that's what, eight? Season eight? Season nine? Or nine. I think it's nine. nine. Or ten. Is it ten? No. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. God. But, well, this has been fun. Yeah. Will's telling us that we have to wrap it up. Okay. That's sad. <laughs> But I do have to get some Christmas shopping done. And I have to go to Star Wars, which I have first drive to Calabastard, which I call, oh, and I have yeah. to read ads um, and pick up the Ninos. Yeah. And then, God, what am I going to do with them for that? Like, they're. What time's the movie? Eight? Eight. But we're, I said we'd go to dinner, but I think I should take them to the trampoline place and let them go crazy for a little while, get that energy out. Oh, yeah. So that when they get to my house, it's like video games and chill. Yeah. You're going to, I mean, if you. A fan of the Star Wars franchise, you'll like it. I am really only good. because the kids, like, I didn't realize, like, I got really grossed out when the kids told me that Princess Leia and Luke made out, but they were brother and sister. Did you know that? They never made out, but they, they kissed. They kissed. And, it wasn't and then I was like, time. that's just not yeah. okay. <laughs> and then, but I do learn very interesting things from them. So I like it because they like it. But I mean, not, it's not like my, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's oh, like, you like that I one? I love that okay. one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a fun movie. If you're entrenched in the storyline, it's it's very intriguing. I'm and, confused yeah. with it, but I'm happy yeah. to go and have some popcorn and red vines and yeah, that's and what like, I had last night: popcorn and red vines. It's like that's the good because I, I love hot tamales, but they don't have them at the damn theaters anymore. I'm I like, know. I'm gonna go to CVS tonight and make the kids get candy before we go to save 150. dollars <laughs> It is. It's more. My the tickets are like a hundred with the popcorn and cokes and everything. It's gonna be another oh, yeah. hundred. Oh, it's. Yeah, and yeah. I'm taking the dinner. Who am I? When did I get rich? Another another steak? Are they going to get another steak dinner? Oh, now? hell no. They're getting pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Carbon out. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for uh, coming. Well, thank you for having me. And no, thank, uh, thank you. you for being here. Is that weird? No. Well, we've had each other. Oh, that's yeah. weird. How about that? All right. <laughs> okay, then. We'll be right back with Brandy Glanville Unfiltered and... Reality Steve. Whoop, whoop. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. So, guys, I'm going to yeah. ask you. Mm -hmm. When you see a hot chick yeah. and she's got a tight T-shirt on, mm -hmm. but then she turns around and she has those lump, fat lumps over the back of her bra because she's wearing the wrong size bra, do you right. – are you done? It's kind of a turnoff, yeah. It is, right? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we need to tell these women they're wearing the wrong size bra. Right. I, I Doesn't that hurt? That's what I imagine. I'm like, every, you get home and you must have like lines. You like, do. It could be painful. It's, it's bad painful. for your circulation. Yeah, it's not good. No. It gives you acid reflux. That's Does what I hear. I, that's, I mean, listen. Wow. 
Maybe. Nine out of ten scientists agree with you. (laughs) Really? I'm serious. But now there's a new company called Third Love. Okay. And um, you always want to look your best during the holidays. You don't want the bra bulges. No, when you're at those holiday parties in your sweaters and your dresses. Nope. You'd be sleek. Right, exactly. Yeah. One trim line One or some line. or curves, curves. Actually, woo, curves. Right. Not a straight line. Yeah, not, well, I mean, some people are straight line. Yeah. Well, yeah. you just have to deal with it. Listen, I'm not complaining. Some people are curvy. Some people are straight. It's okay. Some people all are bodies are beautiful. Hashtag all bodies. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah. Um. So when you finally pick out the right party outfit, mm-hmm. obviously you don't want to have it ruined by an ill-fitting bra, like we right. just said. Right. This holiday season, give yourself the gift of third love. Okay. Yeah. Third love uses thousands of real women's measurements, real women, whether it's straight or curvy, mm-hmm. and they use super smoothing memory foam, like the kind in the mattresses and the pillows. Right? Yeah. So it's like it curves your body to create bras that are super comfortable, like your pillows. So yeah. No, no more. We're not dealing with wires anymore when we nope. use bras. No. I would say no. I say memory foam. Memory foam is not a wire. Yeah. I would hope that there's no wire in the front like of the bra. Spin, instead of the like old-fashioned spring, springs yeah, in the mattress. Yeah, now it's a memory foam. Oh. Now it's a memory it's foam. some NASA stuff. We're, we're moving forward. Yes. We're, no more wire. Third Love offers bras in sizes from A, straight, to G, curvy. Um, <laughs> as well as their exclusive half cup sizes. Yes. Because not everyone's half a perfect A, You might be a, a little straight curvy. You Listen, might be a little slurvy. You're a B and a half? I'm a B and a half. A B and a half. And they Depending. go up to G's? Yeah. It's not, it's not, yeah. there's not a lot going on here, Steve. <laughs> not that curvy. Um, with over 15 styles, which is a hot, you yes. know, because sometimes you just want to be like a nude bra for like a bland day. And sometimes you want to be a little sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, including strapless and plunge. We all like a good plunge. Um, there's a bra for every holiday party look. Great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you guys, you guys are the ones that are looking. Yes. We need to be comfortable. And, and we should say looking in a, in a nice way. Right, not, not an in objectifying. a harassment yeah. Correct. situation. With what's going on in, this t- no, no. in today's day and age? I, we yes. appreciate. Just I will say, noticing, lady. noticing, yeah. yes. as anyone would, whether it be a man or a woman, sure. a bulge. Yes, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know, like when there's third a little, love for boys. Come on, get that memory foam the down area. there. Listen, you can't help but look. Yeah. There's a bulge. You're going to look, gonna whether happen. it's a fat over the bra or it's a bulge in the crotch. Okay, so if you're not sure about your size, which most people are wearing the wrong size bra. You can um you can chat with you can have, you can chat with a fit specialist mm-hmm. or take their fit finder quiz as you shop from the comfort of your own home. Perfect. Under that comforter from last time. That's right. You can shop under your comforter on a memory foam mattress for your new memory foam bra. Wow. <laughs> a lot of memory foam in your life. <sighs> Listen, we're, it's we're, it's a better world we're living in. That's right. Um because third love knows it's the season to spread share. They're offering you 15% off your first purchase. Wow. So you can feel and look your best this holiday season. Mm-hmm. You guys excited? Yes. Very excited. Not Absolutely. looking like to objectify anyone. No, no, no. no. You're excited for the comfort to of your female friends. The Absolutely. third love. Yes. When you That's said spread, I was like, ooh, red yeah. flag, red no, flag. No, no. Spread the third love. Spread the, so third right. spread the love. Spread the third love. Spread the legs. That's a, no, no. That's what I thought you were that's going. Not that's not what I was going to say. That's not where you were going. I am a gentleman. Yeah, that's gentleman. Yeah. Okay. Um, so go to thirdlove.com/brandy now to upgrade your holiday style with a perfect fitting third love bra 
and get 15% off your purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash brandy for 15% off your first Third Love bra. Thirdlove.com slash brandy. Hey guys, it's me, Corinne. I got a new podcast on Podcast One called So Random with me, Corinne. Tune in for the good, the bad, the ugly, and even embarrassing. Peen your pants convos all the way. Unfiltered, oh yeah. Download new episodes every Thursday at podcastone.com, the new Podcast One app, or subscribe at Apple Podcasts. Well, see, that was fun. Thank you. No, it was a lot of fun. That was really I fe- fun. I honestly feel like I could have talked to you for three hours. We really so could have. I, mean, I saw, like, on your, you had so yeah. many notes. I was yeah, like, man, was this could like... be, we could do, like, a series of interviews. <laughs> yeah. Well, next time you're in town, let's do it again. Yeah. Notice how prepared he was. Are you talking shit about me? <laughs> I looked him up. I'm kidding. I knew he was getting sick. I'm kidding. I like it free-flowing like this. I just would never have remembered all the stuff I wanted to ask her about so i just named my hard hitting questions my memory yeah. is like a steel clamp so when i read something it just doesn't go away okay so unfortunately yeah. i mean i guess fortunately also unfortunately because sometimes i want it to go away and it doesn't yeah. Yeah. Yep. um like sometimes when you have blackout sex it's hard because you want to not remember mm-hmm. but i remember even when you're blacked out you can remember yeah, the sex because, yeah oh really yeah wow Ambient everything. That's oh, great. Okay. Well, yeah. let's plug social media. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, where can the people find you? Uh, they can find me at Reality Steve on Twitter, Reality Steve on Instagram. I'm not a big, big Instagram guy, okay. but you can yeah. follow me on there. And then the website, realitysteve.com. Beautiful. Yeah. And I'm Brandy Glanville, and you can find me at Brandy Glanville and at Brandy Glanville and at Brandy Glanville. <laughs> what about by Coastal Beauty? Oh, yeah. And I have a blog that's not as successful as Steve's yet, but yet. we're going to work yeah. on it. Yep. I'm going to get some tips from him because mm-hmm. it's by Coastal Beauty Unfiltered. And my girlfriend and I, who lives on the East Coast, were just calling BS on beauty across the United States okay. and worldwide soon. Worldwide. And also almost the in universe. In the universe. <laughs> we're going to be the best blog in the universe. <laughs> yes, so okay. that's it. Well, uh, when the people hear this, it'll almost Well, be you Christmas. have a podcast. Why don't you plug yours? Oh, I do. It's called The Motivation Report. You can listen to it. What is your podcast? It is like a motivational podcast, but it's like, (laughs) it's, I want it, the way I market it is like, I'm tired of motivational speakers who are like the same cookie cutter, like stand in front of my like Apple, like book thing. And I'm like, why can't people motivate people by like, what's so wrong to like have a drink and do a motivational speech and like swear and just (laughs) like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, I think millennials need somebody who can speak to them and be on their level as opposed to being like, repeat my mantra. Well, because you're you're learning from your own mistakes, but I will say like you're making them, but you're staying positive and that's a rare, a rarity. And it's not like hokey. Crap. It's also, yeah, it's also kind of whatever I want it to be when I want it to be it. Well, Well, has anybody told you you look like Roy or McElroy? No. The golfer? But I had an audition to be a body double for Rory McIlroy and I, I didn't get it really oh. yeah I don't know who that guess is I should have deserved like him like Fuck. I was just like oh my god I, I don't know got, who, who I, was I it he's, a, he's one of the top golfers he's a golfer in the world. yeah dang That's it dumb well maybe you don't have the same body type maybe you just look like him it's true you know because you have also to be the same height also can't well yeah. yeah but I mean I don't think there's a lot of like heavy stunts in golf they said what's your handicap and I was like I have no idea. You're like, listen, <laughs> it's my glasses. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, vision. Can't see. Yeah. All right. All right, bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.